Coming up on this episode of Up for Debate, we're talking about summer again. All the things we didn't get to last week, including the beach, sunscreen, swimming pools, and more. It's summertime, and it's coming up now. This is Up for Debate, episode number 82, recorded June 22nd, 2017, Walking on Sunshine. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Up for Debate, the show that gladly uh, lays out under the rays for a nice tan. I'm Sean Jennings, joined, as always, by Mr. Summer himself. Hey, Mr. don't steal my sunshine. No, especially if you're Len. Whatever happened to Len? <laughs> who is Len? The people who made that song. That's a that's a band. That's like not a guy. That sounds like a guy that would live in my basement. Len. Hey Len, Here's Len. pick up your he shit. Runs downstairs. <laughs> Len, he rents out the garage. <laughs> my crazy uncle Len. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Steal my sunshine is a song by Canadian band Len. Oh. Um. Let me see how many people are in. How many people it takes to. Oh my God! Lens had like a bunch of people in it. The band consists of siblings, uh, two siblings, and a revolving lineup of other musicians. Crazy! If you steal my uh, sunshine, reached number nine on the U.S. charts. Was that the only song that they they made? It's a. I mean, it's a really good song. It's a really catchy song. No, they released five albums, um, but that was the only one to chart at all. Huh. Went gold in the U.S. Yeah, they yeah. are epitome one-hit wonder right there. Speaking of music and musical songs about the summer, the one band, Sean Jennings, that I think will always encapsulate summer to me uh, is that classic band Smash Mouth. <laughs> I, to me, Smash Mouth is, is, is summer. I don't know... Why maybe it's their songs seem to be about summer and they made that song um Walking on the Sun. That they did. Which is a great song. Um and they made a lot of summer tunes. The 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 Shrek soundtrack was they wrote the whole Shrek soundtrack. Um it was all performed by Smash Mouth. True. I don't know what that has to do with summer, but then the lead singer, fun fact, the lead singer of Smash Mouth left the band and went on to have a popular career as a food network host. And he changed his name to Guy Fieri. That's I'm that's, pretty sure that's the same guy. If you look him up, I'm convinced they're actually the same. It's person. all a big conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Matt, not the band I would have chosen as much, <laughs> as much as I do love smash mouth. Um, well, what band is more summer than smash mouth? To be honest, I thought it was a pretty easy pick, and that's the Beach Boys. I don't know how you get... Uh, you mean the Baja Men? That would have been my second pick, actually. I would probably even put the Baja Men above Smash Mouth. Quick, name one song that was not Who Let the Dogs Out. Move It Like This. That was, that their, was not that, that one either. Was that on the other side of the disc? That was when, their other... That was like a minor side. follow-up hit. <laughs> that was moderately successful it was it was can you move it like this i can shake it like, like that. that see you remember kid 90 that, kid 90s kids will remember i i wouldn't have guessed that was smash mouth i mean that i wouldn't have guessed that was baja man that sounded more like it, it should was. have been smash mouth yeah um 
But no, hey, look, I'm a, I'm a mouth head like everyone else. I smash that. I don't know what they, <laughs> the fans call themselves. But uh, but no, I, the, the Beach Boys for me, really, uh, obviously the beach sound and that um, of that era and, um, you know, Surfing Safari and, you know, all their... Eric Carter. Um, yeah, so I'm going to do... I'm going to do a little Google search here. Because are you familiar with this concept of uh, Songs of the Summer? It's a concept? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's a concept. Hey, and I'm Kevin it's, Kenny. Um, God, stop autoplay tabs. So there's this idea that every summer, there is this one big song that defines the summer. Yeah, that makes sense. The one that the radio will not stop playing over and over again. Yes. Last year, I believe the song of the summer was Trap Queen. Um, they played Trap Queen all the time. Trap Queen was everywhere. You could not expl- you could not ex- escape it. I don't know if that's true. Um, Is there like a list that will well, tell you? So the, I found a list. I don't know why Business Insider thinks they know what the song of the summer is. Because they know what the kids are into, man. At the Business Insider house. Yeah. So Matt, okay. pick any year between 1985 and 2015, and I can tell you what they think the song of the summer is. 1999. 1999. They claimed it was uh, Christina Aguilera's Genie in a Bottle. Whoa. Okay, 2000. Matchbox 20's Bent. No, that's wrong. You got to remember, Matt, the Sight song of the summer wrong. is just simply a song that was popular during the summer. Sight is so wrong. Wh- wh- where was Who Let the Dogs Out? What year was that? That did I not make that the was list. I mean, really, oh, they yeah. didn't get super like pop heavy until 2008, Katy Perry, I Kissed a Girl, 2009, Black Eyed Peas, I Got a Feeling, 2010, Katy Perry, California Girls, 2011, Party Rock Anthem, remember LMFAO? Yep, I do remember that. 2012, Carly Rae Jepsen, Call Me Maybe. 2013, Blurred Lines, Robin Thicke. So, yeah, I would have guessed that one. So that was, it's kind of faded off in the last few years. I think Trap Queen was definitely the song of the summer All right, well, for last. Year. Let me go to a more reputable source than. Well, uh, maybe that was maybe that was the year before that. Maybe that was 2015. Wow, the years are just flying by. Yeah, it is hard to remember. I agree with you. Um, but anyway. What was the song of the summer in 2003? Um, I already closed the list, so you'll just have to use your imagination. What, what do you think the song of the summer was in 2003? 2003? I don't... Uh, it, it it was... God, music was so terrible in that time. It was just hot garbage. Is music not terrible now? Has no, it, it's just terrible in a different way. <laughs> um, Music's always been terrible. So that's just, the, those are just the, the, the songs that I remember from the summer. Well, it's Summer Girls by LF, uh, uh, LFO, really, as we talked yeah. about last week. If there's a song of the summer for like each year, it's that, that song, Summer Girls by LFA, LFO, LFO. It, see, it's the McFlurry going to my brain mm-hmm. now. Um, this podcast sponsored by McFlurry. Um, no, it's not. Legally, easily. we have to say it's not. <laughs> that song by LFO is the the song of the summer for all time. Period. Doesn't get better. 
The only one. Yeah, it? it does not. Does not get better than that. Um, now, Matt. Mm-hmm. During the summer, what happens? Uh, during the summer, I get tan. And how do you get tan? I believe it has something to do with my uh, my reckless my reckless uh, behavior in not wearing sunscreen. Okay, I'm gonna really try reckless it. practice. I'm not wearing sunscreen and then going outside and getting toasted. I do not like wearing sunscreen. No. Do you like wearing sunscreen? I was actually trying to push you in a different direction, but we can talk about sunscreen. Um, yeah, sunscreen, no, nobody likes wearing sunscreen. It's it's a terrible experience, and really someone needs to invent something better. But <laughs> until they do, you have to wear sunscreen. What is the worst thing about wearing sunscreen? Um, It's a terrible application process. Once sunscreen is on, it's fine. Yeah. But applying it is not only difficult, but it never works. Name, think of a time in your life when you perfectly applied sunscreen. Never, never. No. You always miss a spot, guaranteed. If someone it's came terrible. out with a, a sunscreen and that said it costs $50 per application, but you never missed a spot, I would buy it. Because <laughs> that's how difficult it is. And I burn... I'm very white if you didn't, if you couldn't, I know the lighting might be hard to tell, but I need all these lights so I don't look transparent. I'm very white. And so I burn super easily and I always miss a spot. Some of it's user error. I can't always blame the sunscreen, but I, Matt, I do have to talk for a minute about the unbelievable bullshit that is spray on sunscreen. Go on. It sucks, and it doesn't work. It's a joke. Someone said, hey, let's take this hard-to-apply product and make sure 80% of it misses your body and sprays into the air. Yeah, it doesn't really seem like a great process. And I think they, they, they were treating it like bug spray, which, by the way, also a very familiar smell of the summer. We will talk smells of the summer later in the episode. Oh, boy, but, look forward to that. Um, <laughs> the spray on sunscreen sucks it does it, it, it like I, anytime i see anybody applying it to themselves i can already tell like they did it wrong i think you just have to get it really really close to your skin the worst thing about sunscreen to me is that you like on the it says right on the bottle you're supposed to wait did you know this 45 minutes to an hour after applying the sunscreen before going in the water mm-hmm. that's never happens <laughs> I never do that I don't want to sit still for 45 minutes to an hour and not go in the water I'm there to go in the water that's like mainly why I'm at the beach or at the pool I'm going in the water period I'm not waiting around that's an hour of time that I can't spend frolicking in the water complete complete joke it's awful It's and then depending on which kind you get your skin is greasy and you get it in your eyes, and it's just a bad experience. Now, Matt, I don't know if I told you this. I saw a commercial the other day for a new product innovation from our friends at Copper Tone, okay? It hmm. is foaming sunscreen. Interesting. Like a whipped sunscreen. Like a shaving cream? Yes, of sorts. Kind of like a... Uh, okay. Yes. Now... 
What is the advantage to this whipped topping? So, Matt, you know I have a degree, a a very expensive college degree in advertising. I work in the marketing industry, okay? I watched that commercial, and I was dumbfounded because at no point in the commercial did they give any kind of selling point. It was literally like new from Coppertone, whipped sunscreen, and then they show people putting it on, buy it today, and like that was the commercial. And I'm like, (laughs) okay, so... That sounds like one of those ads they would have on Adult Swim at like two in the morning to trick stoners. The only reason I could think that they whipped sunscreen, you know, dollop it on your apple pie. I mean, it's very confusing. It reminds me when they came out with whipped yogurt. It's like, I don't get why. Like regular yogurt was just fine. I don't know. Whipped yogurt sounds pretty fun. I don't. If you've never had it, so overrated. (laughs) <laughs> it is a disappointing experience because you're like, I like regular yogurt so much better. But the well, whips, maybe it's designed to help you appreciate regular yogurt more. I th- honestly, the, and not to get off topic, I think the reason for whipped yogurt is because I think it gives, they think it gives people the impression that it's either healthier for them or has less calories because it's whipped. Because regular yogurt feels so thick. I, that's my guess. I don't know if yeah. that's true. Um, But the whipped Sounds- sunscreen... No, they didn't give – all they had to do was tell me, Sean, you have a better – you will – instead of missing half your body, you will cover 99% of it now. I would have bought it. Oh, or did you see this other thing now? My sister introduced me to this. Um, they have sunscreen in deodorant sticks now. That actually sounds better. That sounds like a, like a solid improvement on the technology because at least then you can ensure that you're applying it everywhere. It's more time consuming where it's, is it though? Cause you have to, if you're, if you're using a cream sunscreen, like a lotion, then you have to rub it in. Like you have to really rub it in to apply it. Yeah. But I you feel can't like let it sit on your skin or it'll wash off. No, it's, it's true, but you got to remember, I mean, the size of the, de- the, the amount of surface area the, the deodorant stick touches on your skin is much smaller than what your broader hand can kind of rub. And I just feel like it's going to take longer. I don't have a problem with that. And what my sister told me, she's a, a teacher and they do like field days. She puts sunscreen on the kids. Um, very easy to do with children because it's in the stick. So it's not as messy oh, as yeah, yeah. doing it with a, with a lotion or a spray. It doesn't get in their eyes. And I'm like, that's a really good idea. To eat as a like a dessert. Although actually, I feel like it'd be easier to eat. It's in a stick. You can just take a bite of it. Well, you don't let them hold it. I guess you apply it. Like if you have the, if you put the lotion right on them, they can just like lick it right off. Do do they? Is the sunscreen taste good? I don't know. I've never tried it. You sure? Yeah. Wink. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I think um, we're about- podcast <laughs> yeah um oh. n- no you got it you got look you gotta go with the liquid i'm sorry that's that point straight uh, maybe the i'll have to try the deodorant stick but the spray is a joke i'm thinking back was there like a fun did they come out with like blue sunscreen at some point or purple sunscreen it was like they did i it, remember i vaguely remember the commercials for that during that stretch in the late 90s, early 2000s, when they had green ketchup and, like, blue yeah. butter. Yeah, they did. They had the color, and then after it rubbed in, it would the color would disappear. Whatever happened to that trend? Like, that trend died, and, and nobody even remembers it anymore. Like, they're not even trying to resurrect it. Like, I remember that. Green ketchup and blue ketchup. They had French craziness. fries in colors. I think part of it, 
I think the health food trend really killed a lot of that because that so many artificial dyes True. in those. And I just think like what a stupid selling point of a product <laughs> be like, we took it from its normal color and made it an unusual, you know, like, like ketchup should be red because it's it made from like tomatoes. Yeah. French fries should be brown because they're made from potatoes. Like butter should be well, they, they butter probably colored. Did a study and they, they found that like, it's a great novelty once and like, nobody's going to go out and buy blue. Uh, oh, you know, I got to get blue ketchup. Timmy will only eat the ketchup if it's fucking blue. Like, um, because it's an unnatural color, yeah. like it's, it's, it's not a, a color that. Yeah, I mean, I bet oh, they made a ton of money. They probably did for the time, but I'm wondering why they don't bring it back. Oh man, like, right. like, like they brought back Crystal Pepsi. They're bringing all this stuff back. Yeah, green ketchup, man. Limited release. I bet that'd sell huge. Yeah, green green ketchup is not as bad as blue. But we're getting off topic. Yeah, the purple and blue suntan lotion. I remember that. Yep. Um, were there any other colors? For some reason, I remember the the commercial pretty good, like pretty vividly. Like it was like a man was sleeping on the beach and like these two kids put the purple lotion all over him as like a joke. And the guy woke up and freaked out and thought he was dying. Probably. What? Because his skin was blue or purple. That was that was a, the like little 20 second spot they had on nickelodeon or whatever yeah i don't think that's right uh, oh copper tone kids color block ad i'm gonna that's yep. There's that was nothing it. wrong with her copper tone company it's happening on our beaches oh my god are turning i am gonna send you this commercial matt and I'm, I'm gonna put it up on screen for the folks uh at home here i'm gonna ping it to you in skype and you can uh you can copper tone kids color block this and I re- I remember this commercial. There's nothing wrong with. I'll turn off the the sound, but you can see like literally you would be pink or blue. There's nothing wrong with her. I'm just purple. It's happening on our beaches. Kids are turning Yes. How high was everybody in the nineties? Okay, that was the commercial I was remembering. I was remembering it very, very wrong. Out of control. Yeah, I mean that that seemed like a good ad. They even they even bring in the advantages. They say it's colored so you can't miss a spot. Much better commercial. Still didn't work. Still didn't last. Yeah. And now people are getting sunburned. So it was ahead of its time. An innovation ahead of its time. Yep. Um, so that's something that sucks with the summer sunblock better than getting burnt sunblock sunscreen or suntan lotion. Well, they serve different purposes. Suntan lotion is more of an oil designed to enhance your tan sunscreen or sunblock is to prevent the sun. So that I do get the sunblock versus sunscreen. I don't know if there's any kind of formal difference. Yeah. Is it? Is you think it's like a regional thing? Like, do people in different parts of the country say it differently? I don't know. 
I I think I, I'm going to totally pull this out of my ass, but I think that there's probably some like weird legal thing that they can't say it blocks the sun because some sun does get through. Like, so like just it. after working in a large corporation, I can tell you this is the bullshit you have to put up with. But literally, <laughs> there's some guy in legal who's like, yeah, we can't say it blocks the sun because technically some amount of sun does get through to your skin. You could say it screens the sun. It removes some of the sun. Legally, we can say that. That's probably exactly the kind of bullshit that happened, and that's why we have this stupid debate. Yep. Oh, you'd be amazed at, at you can't say your product's the best, or you can't say it's better than something, or you can't guarantee, you can never say, you know, it does this guaranteed, you can't, so many dumb legal things. Yeah. But that's why we're not lawyers. Matt, I wanted to talk about the summer, and more specifically, the sun. The sun is hot. It's hotter during the summer, mostly because the earth is closer to the sun. Now, when it's hot out, right, you don't want to be hot. You want to be cool. Keep it cool in the summertime, right? You with me so far? Generally, yeah. Okay. One of the best ways to get cool is to submerge your body in water. I mean, there are many ways to get cool. Say. That's one of them. People enjoy that, right? And I would say yeah. during the summer, there are two key ways of doing that most people, most people interact with, Okay. One is a an artificial pool. Yeah. Like a swimming pool is a more casual term. But there's also a more natural option, like a lake, a pond, or more specifically, the ocean. Matt, given a choice, would you rather swim in an artificial swimming pool or a natural body of water like a lake or the ocean? Um, given the choice... I would rather swim in the ocean. And why is that? Would I? No. Okay. Of the of all of the options, I would say I enjoy being at the beach and 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 being there, but in reality, I think if I'm going to just swim and cool off, the pool. A uh unnatural man-made chlorinated pool. Um yeah, um, I, I guess I just don't – I mean I like lakes and ponds and stuff, but I, there's always that 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 underlying thought that you know something could be in here like a water snake or like a, like a, like a big fish that could bite you or something. Lakes just have and, – and, and lakes and, and oceans and ponds just have more of the unknown like – the pool is a controlled environment, and we know there's – the worst thing that could happen is a kid pees in it, and then you have to leave. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say this is a rare moment where I 100% agree with your opinion in every way. Um, and I would put like a lake or a pond last only because you don't know what's – you don't know where that lake's been. <laughs> like You don't know what's things, lurking. Things live in that lake animals plants weird shit and yes i know stuff lives in the ocean but the ocean is also enormous mm. and the, actually the ocean actually the ocean is probably just as disgusting as a lake or a pond you're just more likely to notice lake also, or a pond because it's smaller the ocean like yeah, chemicals uh, yeah the ocean is kind of disgusting um frankly and i think the reason you don't notice is because 
you're distracted by the waves and the sand and you, you only see a small sliver of it in a pond. It's kind of hard to miss when there's something fucked up about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I agree. I think a swimming pool is a, is, is at minimum an average experience. You never have a bad experience in a swimming pool. You're guaranteed yeah. to have a good time. Well, again, I'll, I'll bring up my example. And if a kid goes number two, dookies in the pool, or if a kid vomits in the pool, or peas in it, then that, those are really your big three right there. Sure. Or something could go wrong. Um, also, that, that, I guess that's an advantage. If somebody pees in the ocean or does poops in the ocean, you're a lot less likely to notice because it is so big. And the waves and stuff. Um, I'll play devil's advocate here. And I'll just say that swimming in lakes is, are, is nice because it's very natural. Uh, okay. Uh, we are naturally, our bodies like algae. Those kind, of, those kind of bodies of water with the, yeah, the algae and the nutrients in the mud is very good for the skin. You're supposed to rub it all over your face, I heard. It's very, very exfoliating. Um, Salt water from the ocean heals your cuts and your wounds. That's, so if you have a right, large cut, you should go into the no, ocean and wash it off. Stop. That's what I hear, please. No. Um, the deeper you go into the ocean, I heard, the better off you'll be when you're exfoliating that. No. All right. Uh, Matt, so. Matt our, our lawyer's on the phone, and he's telling me that that this is we can't <laughs> we we can't say any of that. That's all incorrect. We're gonna get big tr- do not go deep into the ocean. Do not put mud from a lake on your face. <laughs> you don't know where it's been. Um, no, have you ever swam in a man-made lake? Um, yeah, pond. That's the I way to think, go. I think I have. No, I don't. I don't know what I'm talking about. No, I don't know. I've swam in lakes before. I don't know if they're man-made though. Natural lakes are the worst. They're so uncontrolled. Now, I guess the man-made lake. Yeah, that is the way to go. Um, I really am afraid of water snakes. Have, do you know about water snakes? No, though I'm assuming by name that they are snakes that live in the yeah. water. Here in Virginia, we have, I think, the Magnolia water snake, which is one of the most poisonous snakes in the U.S., and I don't want to go near water here because of the snake and the copperheads too. Copperhead snakes are a common thing here. What kind of snake did you say it was? I think it's called the Magnolia water snake. I could be wrong on the name. Well, I'm going to look only because I just was looking at an article that said the, um, that water snakes are not poisonous. So I want to make sure. Check I that out. There's some that are and some that are not. Hmm. I saw a snake swimming in a lake one time. Yeah, that's a oh, it was it a water a venomous water moccasin? That's okay, moccasin. Yeah, because they say water snakes are often confused with water moccasins. Water moccasins are the poisonous ones. Now, here, would you like to know the difference, Matt? If you're out swimming, how to, how to sure. tell if it's harmless or dangerous? So, um, if the body shape is slender. It's harmless. If it's heavy, it's venomous. Okay? I 
I don't know how to do. What, what do you mean? If what would what would a heavy body shape be? I'm just reading. I'm just reading this article from the University of Florida. I'm not a scientist. If the head, sh- if the if the neck is narrower than the head, it's dangerous. Oh. But if the neck is the same width as the head, it's not dangerous. Gotcha. Um, well, it's to be dangerous, but it might not be venomous. Right. Um. Yeah. Is the eye pupil vertical? It's venomous. If it's round. It's harmless. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, these are the things you're going to need to know, Matt, when you're out in the lake. Why are uh, the pupil? Huh. Yeah, it's just that different is... types of snakes. But, no, snakes are cool. I like snakes. Not dangerous ones, obviously. Yeah, they're cool from afar. Yeah. I don't know if I get up close and personal with one. Uh, you ever been fishing, Sean? You ever been out fishing? Uh, when I was like seven and I did not like it. Once again, Matt, we talked about, I think in fact it was last week. Uh, one of my many quirks is that I don't like touching gross things with my hands. (laughs) I like clean hands. Um, and so fishing requires you touching a lot of gross things with your hands. So I don't. I love fishing. It's, it's one of my favorite pastimes. I haven't been yet this year and I'm dying to go. I love to fish. Um, one of my favorite things to do is grabbing the fish. Um, a healthy thing to do while you're out fishing, drink lots of water. That's something that you should do all the time. So the Make fish sure will be water. attracted to you because they think you're water. No, ah. you, the more water you drink, the more you, you fill your stomach up with the water. Once you've caught a fish, you can actually store that fish in your stomach. It'll swim around in the, in the water and you can just spit it up later on. When like you that episode of Jackass. Yeah. Yeah. That just like that episode of Jackass. Yeah. Uh wow, Matt, these are these are really solid tips. You know what, Matt, seriously, we need to do, and I'll make the commitment that I've never gone fishing, but you and I need to go fishing. Yeah. And, and at the water hole, we need to do one of these. Matt and Sean at the fishing hole recording a <laughs> podcast. Just like the old days. That sounds I think I think our viewers will like that. I think they will. Think they will. It'll it'll be a great experience. Um, okay. So you've never, so you don't really enjoy fishing then? Well, I haven't really done it in my adult life, so I'm not going to come out and say I don't like it. Um, but I don't, I will say I don't have any particular interest in trying it. You know, there are just certain things in life that you're like, no, I'm good having not done that. And fishing (laughs) is one of them. Um, yeah, a, a pro tip. Keep hydrated over the summer. Drinking lots of fluids, drinking lots of water is a good idea. Hey, can I uh, can I rant for a second on that topic? Sure, but really quick though, yes. I want to just mention that this episode of Up for Debate is brought to you by Aquafina. I'm going to call our Aquafina, lawyer. The best water on earth. I'm going to our lawyer. Yeah. Hashtag hashtag sponsored hashtag ad. Um, you know we get in trouble if we don't say that. Hashtag. Stay hydrated, folks. Hashtag Aquafina. Um, Matt, Gatorade sucks, and it's bad for you, and you shouldn't drink it. Should I go on? No, Gatorade's pretty cool. I like Gatorade. Gatorade is trash. It's a bad liquid, and it shouldn't exist. (laughs) But despite the fact it does, you shouldn't buy it and drink it. And here's why. Matt, are you an athlete? 
No. Okay. I'm not an athlete. Do you exercise on a daily, rigorously exercise on a daily basis? Sometimes I might consider myself a mathlete. Okay. Does not count. Do, do you, have you, has your doctor warned you about the dangers of your lifestyle creating a low amount of electrolytes in your body? No, I've never heard. I never heard my doctor even say the word electrolytes. Okay. I'm actually not convinced of real things. But here's what, do you know what electrolytes are? Are they real? Are they actual things? They or is this are, is a market pitch? They are, but you or I would know it's them better as salt. Salt? You ever wonder why Gatorade kind of has that funny taste? There's salt in it? It's salty. Think about it. Go drink yeah, it a Gatorade. A little, it is a little bit salty. It, it is. is. Electrolytes are salt. And, the, and honest to goodness, truly, if you are a legitimate athlete who is out training to run a marathon every day, your body needs electrolytes. It's totally, it's real science. It's totally true. Your body gets depleted of the salts and your body needs them. I'm not going to fault Gatorade for that. But Matt, do you yep. know what happens when I will call, I'm not call you lazy. Uh, when a lazy slob like myself sits around and drinks sugary fruit juice full of salt. Oh, you just gain weight. It's terrible for you. <laughs> yeah. It's the wor- it's the, the biggest marketing scam ever. They the sell it to you because you're, oh, you're an athlete. Drink Gatorade and you'll be like an athlete. No, drink Gatorade and you'll get sick because it's bad for you. Yeah. And it's not even good. It doesn't taste good. It tastes funny. Eh. Go get real fruit juice. I The only time I would ever be given Gatorade as a child would be if I had a, a stomach bug. Like That's because you lose electrolytes. You lose the yeah. salts and you need them. Totally that was fair. the only time I, I was allowed to drink Gatorade. My parents were big on if you're playing a sport, you just drink water because water is much Good. better for you. Absolutely. In the long run. So I was never given like Gatorade bottles and stuff. Um. That being said, I think that their commercials are pretty cool, especially the ones with Michael Jordan sweating out like orange and like lifting weights and he's sweating like purple Gatorade out of his skin. Like, that's cool. Like, those are cool. It's funny when you describe it. Um, Um, And every athlete was drinking Gatorade, so it was appealing for kids. Uh, But yeah, no, Gatorade is. uh, Don't drink it. Gatorade's not great. Neither is Powerade. Surprisingly, I very much enjoyed 50 Cent's creation, Vitamin Water. Doesn't 50 Cent own Vitamin Water? I don't. You You know, honestly, Matt, that's such a weird fucking fact that (laughs) I'm I'm kind of inclined to, like, there's no way you could have made that up. Google 50 Cent Vitamin Water. I'm pretty sure he either founded it or owned a lot of it. Rapper, yeah, I think he produced it. It says right here, rapper 50 Cent obtained a minority share of the company as part of an endorsement deal. Yes, he did. So it's now <laughs> it's now owned by Coca-Cola. They purchased it many years ago. I remember he owned it for a while. It was, it was weird. It was. Yeah. I like 50 Cent. I mean, that's not what I meant to say. I meant to say I like, like vitamin, vitamin water. water. Mm. I guess I don't hate 50 Cent. I don't really know what he's doing these days, but... Vitamin water is pretty good, and it doesn't taste as salty as as, as Gatorade. So I'm going to go ahead and say it's probably better for you. Yeah, but also a long time. This is a quote from the Wikipedia page: One bottle of vitamin water contains about a third of the recommended daily sugar intake for the average adult woman, and none of the vitamin water uh, flavors contains more than one percent fruit juice. 
So then what is the rest of it? It's it's uh, water mostly um and sugar. Oh, okay. That's pretty Well, much once it. again, this episode of Up for Debate was brought to you by Poland Springs. If you need water that's better than Aquafina, reach for a bottle of Poland Spring from Maine's finest puddle. Poland Spring water. You know what, Matt? I dead serious. Can we do an episode where you and I come come into the recording each with a random list of products and companies and we challenge the other person to make up on the spot ads like radio ads for but but it's got to be like crazy stuff like even stuff you can't you know like the boeing 747 or just like stuff you wouldn't octopus like just stuff you couldn't even buy it doesn't matter i think we need to do that and we won't get paid okay. for any of it. Um. Oh gosh, Matt, we're off topic. Let's uh, let's get refocused. Summer Hanukkah gelts. This episode <laughs> brought to you by <laughs> little chocolate candies that you get at Hanukkah. Time. I think this would be great. I think we're I think we're good improvisers. I do. I do. I think we could have fun with that. <laughs> Don't be a mashugana. Go out and get the best Hanukkah gelt today. <laughs> Oh gosh, too funny. Um, summer is the best. I don't care what anybody says. You know what a great thing about summer is? What? I think if any, first of all, if anybody says any season is better than summer, they're wrong. It's just a fact. They're wrong. I don't care if they want to debate me. They can come on the show and debate me right here, right now. Summer is the best season ever, ever. I, I don't think there's any other option. I really don't. I, I really don't. I mean, each one has their own advantages, like fall has nice smells and uh, winter has Christmas time. Um, but nothing better than the summer. Nothing, nothing beats the summer. It is now officially summer. Did you know summer started yesterday as of the time of this recording on June 21st, the longest day of the year? Also, another great thing about summer is that the days are longer up until yesterday, which was the longest day of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it got – I don't know if you noticed, Sean, but it got dark. It Like it just started getting dark a little after 9 o'clock p.m. Fantastic. Like that's that's great. I love that. Yeah, it's really fantastic when I get to drive home from work and be stuck in traffic and the sun is still out and i get to because literally my new office doesn't have windows so i don't see the sun (laughs) at all anymore it's kind of depressing although my old job i was up i got to work before the sun rose so yeah me and the sun we're not we're not we're not close we have a strange relationship Maybe if you wore your sunblock the correct way, block you'd be closer to the sun. No, no sun. Block it. You might as well be walking on the sun. Mm, Katrina and the waves, Matt. You, you big. That should be the song of the summer. Mr. Sun, Mr. Sun, Mr. Golden Sun. Mr. Blue Sky. Shine down on me. Mm. Um. Where's it going? Oh, Sean, what's your favorite smell of the summer? 
when you when you think summer, what's the smell like? What what do you smell in your head? Uh, probably a tire fire, maybe a, a landfill or a uh, a waste processing plant. Wow! Holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> I hate summer. No, I uh, smell great thing. Like, yeah, what do you smell? What do you smell in summer? You know what, Matt? If I had to pick my smell of the summer, it is cut grass. That's that's a good one. That's, that's a good one. It's a little cliche, but it's well, a good one. for a it's, reason. Because it's good. <laughs> I, I like that smell. Uh, but I don't know if it's exclusive to summer. Because spring has some, some good cut grass smells. Uh, even, even early fall, you, know, you get some good cut grass in there. Rainstorms? Summer rains? That smell just after the summer okay. rainstorm? When everything smells new. Okay. Okay, I'll I'll buy that one. Sure. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> um, I, I think I mentioned before a big summer smell for me is that bug spray smell. Yeah. It's very very um, pungent. Uh, and I, I just think of summer anytime. I can smell it in the dead of winter. It'll still be a summer smell to me. Um, I also, the smell of the beach, the smell of that salt, salt uh, air coming off the beach. Um, you've got the smell of your um, chlorine. Sure. Chlorine has a very distinct smell. I'd say sunscreen as well. Freshly fried mozzarella sticks from the snack bar. Well, that's uh, that's awfully that's specific. Um, yeah, well, the summer is the time for very specific smells. I think that summer is the most important season of the year. For smells or just overall? I think that all the other seasons are really just here to kind of lead up to summer. That's uh, not fair. That's what I truly believe. That's not fair. And I invite anyone to debate me on this. I'll, I, debate, I, I'll debate you on it right now. It's on a show right? called Up For Debate. <laughs> this will be our grand finale on summer. No, Matt, look, here's the thing. I love summer. Summer probably is my number one. I'm not going to disagree. But to say all the other seasons are just <laughs> like the waiting line for summer is kind of crap. And I don't think that's right. <laughs> Each season has its own fair thing. And by the way, summer is not perfect. Should we spend some time talking about the bad parts of summer? What's bad about summer? Uh, when it's... It was so hot in Phoenix the other day, airplanes stopped working. Matt, how's that for summer? <laughs> that's terrifying. Yeah. It should not get that hot. Well, ever. it's summer. Not on the planet Earth, it shouldn't. It's summer. Um, let's see. What else is in summer that's dangerous and bad? Well, the sun. I mean, you can't really even go outside anymore without sunscreen. Yeah, the sun is the sun is constantly trying to kill you. I mean, I'm pretty good. I have Mediterranean skin, so I, I kind of just absorb the heat and get a little mm. crispier looking, but I don't burn. Mm, must be nice. So easily. Now, uh, you're you're an educator, so you're obviously school is out for summer, which is a which is a yep. perk. 
Um, but for those of us who don't have children and don't really care for them, uh, why are the kids not in school all summer, Matt? Because you're supposed to be watching them. We need a mental break. I don't believe it's it. It's your turn for a couple months. Get over we'll it. get them back in September. It's your job. You're paid to do it. I don't get a in, mental in break from to, my job. Well, in order to, to correctly heal the wounds that have occurred in our brains from being with these lovely children nope. um, nine months out of the year, we need that summer to, to go ahead and repair the cell damage that they've caused. Uh so that is why summer break exists. Not fair. Uh, I would say uh, the beach, seagulls, annoying. Mm, uh, seagulls the ocean is annoying, also trying to kill you, by the way. Yeah, let's start with the seagulls. They're annoying, but they're like they're they're not harmful. They're not. They don't like attack you or accost you unless you have Cheetos. Well, yeah, One they, time, they, they, in fact. They, I had a big thing of cheese balls at the beach. I was like 10 years old. Why? I, feeding, I who, fed the who seagulls. Who a big thing of cheese balls to the beach? <laughs> little Matt Mariani. Snack. Little, little Matt with his snack. backwards baseball I cap. big thing of cheese and just, balls. And great I got snack. a container bigger than 10-year-old you. Just yes. a big smile on your face. Oh, I'm, I'm taking my cheese balls and, and I'm going to the fed, beach. I fed one seagull, one cheese ball. Then a second seagull showed up. And I fed that seagull a cheese ball. Then a swarm of – eventually it got to be like a swarm of seagulls just chased me around the beach for I don't know how long because they all wanted my cheese balls. And they like they weren't even waiting for me to throw them anymore. They were just like, fuck it. We see that he has a big like jar of them. We're just going to go take them. It's like, those, uh, uh, it's, so, like, it's like those kids' books. If you feed a seagull a cheese ball – it was entertaining at first because they would fight over the cheese balls, but then it got scary really fast. Um, I mean, they're they're more of an entertainment, I think. The seagulls, they're a nuisance. And, and you know what? You would miss them if they were gone. You would miss them. You no. would miss. Yes, you you would miss the hell. I don't out miss of them, them during the the ninety nine percent of the rest of the year where I don't see them. The beach wouldn't be the beach without seagulls. It just wouldn't. It's one of the sounds of summer, which we'll talk about later in the episode. One of the sounds of summer is the seagull. I agree, but you can pipe that in in speakers. You do not need actual seagulls for that. <laughs> Matt, what are some of the other sounds of summer? Okay. Another sound is a hot dog being grilled. That What is that? Matt, what does that sound like? <laughs> I don't think you're grilling your hot dog. I think your hot dog's leaking. <laughs> yeah, it makes a great sound, especially ballpark franks. They plump ballpark when you cook franks. them. They plump when you cook them. This right. show brought to you by ballpark franks. Not true. They actually do plump when you they plump when you cook them, which was interesting because they turned plump into a verb. But when you put them in the microwave, they just explode. They well, don't plump in the microwave. Your first mistake was microwaving a hot dog, Matt. <laughs> that, that, I think regardless of brand, not the best plan. You, you just put them in, yeah, just, they pop like a balloon. Um, that's a great sound of the summer. Another great sound of the summer is um, the waves of the ocean. Um, you know what? That subtle sound you get when you throw the umbrella down in the beach and it goes thunk. What are you? Is your umbrella like a javelin, and you're just like, see, so we yeah, get the new sound. Olympic record on this one. 
that's the sound of the summer. Uh, and, oh, and, and, and the sound of volleyball. Wow. Volleyball is, is all filled with sounds of the summer. People grunting as they're about to hit a volleyball. Yeah, but that's also in tennis and high lie and any other uh, handball and any other high lie. You know, the, the, the sport where they, where it's the big hook and you whip the ball. Is that what that sport is called? Yeah. High lie. What did you think it was called? I thought that was squash. No, squash, squash. I'm pretty sure um, I'm going to look it up. High lie. Uh, squash just has a um, squash just has a flat racket. Squash is just indoor, small indoor tennis without a net. Okay. It's a very the the what uh, is handball. Handball is you don't you use your hand instead of a racket, but it's it's basically squash without the racket. Okay. But but you do it on a ha- usually on an indoor half court with so a wall ball, instead of a net. Smack the ball with your hand. Yes, against a wall, and then it bounces back, and then the other person has to hit it. That sounds like it would hurt. It's oh yeah, it's not an easy sport. Um, but highlight, highlight because it's got the hook. They're originally they're like not a not a like a palm tree leaf is what they used to be made out of back a long time ago. Um, so that's why they have that big arch. But those can whip it like over like it's like 150 miles an hour, or some crazy speed. Like if you get hit by one of those, it'll literally break bones. They they're one of the fastest balls in in a sport you can play. Um, in high lie. I really want to get into cricket. No, you don't. Do you I'm want gonna, to get into cricket? I, I'm gonna tell Do you, you, want you, to no, you don't. A cricket team. Nope. And like watch them and you can keep your sticky wickets and your uh I think I just want to understand what's going on in cricket. I think that's really all I want to do. I, I want to get you do. I just want to be able to watch a game and be like, yeah, I know exactly what's happening cuz right now I just don't. Do do you like often go into bars when a game of cricket's on and everyone's like, "Man, I wish someone here knew what all the <laughs> rules were." You know, like someday that'll be there's, me. You know there's got to be bars out there that are just devoted to cricket. That haven't gone out of business yet? Probably not. There's gotta be. And in I mean, outside of the US, obviously, but in the US, there's gotta be like a little obscure niche bar that's like we do we do cricket here. Like we we get a bunch of enthusiasts together and they watch cricket and talk about it. I wanna be a part of that. I just wanna be a part of that. Uh, Matt, if you're gonna choose to be a part of something <laughs> I don't know if cricket's really. I think, you, like I, think nice crowd. I believe in you, Matt. I think you can shuffleboard, maybe. Anyway, the sound of a cricket bat making contact with the cricket ball is a sound of summer for sure. Oh boy, if you say so. Um, that's about it. What's the sound? What what sounds like? Oh, and whales also. The sound that whales make is a summer sound. Right. What's the sound of a summer for you, Sean? Um, a distant lawnmower. Okay. Yeah. Um, crowd noise, which I know is not exclusive to summer, but I, I outdoor crowd noise, live music. Um, motorcycle engines, which is not a positive sound of the summer; it's a negative sound of the summer, <laughs> but nonetheless yeah. applies. Um, seagulls would probably be my number one. I think if I, if you like gave me a hundred sounds and said, which of these is most like summer seagulls pretty much up there. Um, seagulls, a flock of seagulls. Yeah, totally. I ran, I ran so far away. Um, I ran is so far away. Oh my God. I got so excited today because 
one of my favorite things of the summer that is literally is so specific to me that this applies to literally no one else is that I have Sirius XM in my car, which is a nice perk. And um, I listen to satellite radio. And they have theme stations. So the stations that pop up, they don't go all year. They Like a month or two, they'll come up and then they'll go away. And, and last summer, they had a station, Yacht Rock Radio. Whoa. Which played all of... And it was literally supposed to be like for the summer. And they played all the soft rock hits you know and love from uh, Holland Oates and Christopher Cross and... Um, who else? Herb Albert. I mean, just like the most my seals and crop, the most mild stuff you can think of. So you can party while you're on your yacht. Exactly. And it was my all last summer. I listened to that station constantly. It was my favorite thing. But then it went away. It was only around for like a month and a half. And then they turned it into some other station. It's back, Matt. Yacht Rock wow. Radio is back. They launched it today. And I turned it on and I was so jazzed i know i'm the only person <laughs> listening to it but that is my sound of the summer soft rock yacht rock yacht rock yes oh oh yeah you should have to pass a test before you can listen to yacht rock i would pass with flying colors <laughs> you probably would you would almost definitely pass that I, all i need is like the the salmon colored polo shirt with a popped up collar and then like the yep. white sweater tied around the neck Mm-hmm. And then the, the, boat, the boat shoes with like the captain's hat. Yes, all set. That's totally basically set. me in the summer. For those yeah. of you not watching the video version, that's what I'm wearing. Yeah, totally. Um, uh, yeah, they, they should actually, you should turn on the station and they should just like scan your body to make sure that you're wearing like all your, your like yachty attire. Yep. And it's you shouldn't let, let anybody else listen to it. Uh, yes. Just, yeah, I went to the polo grounds this afternoon. Polo grounds. Polo. That's a sport you could get behind. The polo grounds don't exist anymore. Maybe no, if you're in a top a chain. more generic. I'm saying in a grounds where they play polo, not the polo grounds. A polo ground. I was gonna say, pull the polo grounds are like apartments now. No. no. Uh, is polo a popular sport anymore? Would you mm, say? Well, popular isn't the term I would use. It exists. People. Is do that it. a sound of the summer? Somebody riding on a polo horse and falling off, getting trampled. Is that a sound of the summer? It should be. I think that's something we could Will all we call a foul if that happens. I think it's, I'm sure it's some kind of, oh boy. Uh, on, the, on the list of weird stuff I Google while we're doing the show, polo rules we is just definitely. just call the show Sean Google's things. Sean Google's things and then reads <laughs> off Wikipedia. Um, yeah, let's see. There are degrees of dangerous... Oh, there are penalty shots when you foul in polo. Play is continuous and is only stopped for penalties, broken equipment, or injury to horse or player. Huh. So. Campfire is another sound of the summer. And a smell of the summer. That's a great smell. Whoa. Whoa. Yep. Roast some marshmallows off the campfire. I don't know. I just had to. I had to fire that one in there under the radar. No, that's a great. I think one. That was a good. That's a great one. Um, Matt, we're out of time. If you can believe it, we are. We've got a whole hour. Um, but if you would like uh, the opportunity to sum up summer in one sentence, how would you sum it up? 
if I had to sum up the summer in one sentence, yes, it would be this. Cherry Pez, Cold Crush, Rockstar Boogie. Used to hate school, so I had to play hooky. Always been hip to the b-boy style. Known to act wild and make the girls smile. Love New Edition and the Candy Girl. Remind me of you because you rock my world. You come from Georgia where the peaches grow. They drink lemonade and speak real slow. You love hip-hop and rock and roll. Dad took off when you were four years old. There was a good man named Paul Revere. I feel much better, baby, when you're near. You love Fun Dip and Cherry Coke. I like the way you laugh when I tell a joke. When I met you, I said that my name was Rich. You look like a girl from Abercrombie and Fitch. Wow. That, that was, was deep. one sentence, by the way. That, that was, was one deep. sentence. It was a bit of a run-on, but Damn. I think it got, it got the whole summer. It explains it pretty well. The whole summer encapsulated right there. Yeah. Yep. So that's what I have to say about summer. Can I can I give you my sentence? Go for it. Matt, I would sum it up as, it ain't no joke, I'd like to buy the world a toke, and teach the world to sing in perfect harmony, and teach the world to snuff the fires and the liars. Hey, I know it's just a song, but it's spice for the recipe. This is a love attack, I know, went out, but it's back. It's just like any fad, it retracts before impact. And just like fashion, it's a passion... For the with it and hip, if you've got the goods, they'll come and buy it just to stay in the click. So don't delay, act now, supplies are running out. Allow if you're still alive, six to eight years to arrive. And if you follow, there may be a tomorrow. But if the offer is shunned, you might as well be walking walking on the sun. There you go. Boom, summer, done. Mm-hmm. There we go. Great. Well, thanks everybody out there for joining us on on two nonstop action-packed hours of summer coverage. Up for debate. Your your home for summer coverage. Um, but we're out of time, so we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, but you should go to our website, upfordebate.tv. It's great because it's got every episode we've ever done. Uh, you can find it there, including this one, the audio, the video. It's a lot of fun. You can see it there. Uh, there's also a big subscribe button, and you can click that. Find out all the places to get the show and wherever where you want to be, including. Uh, SoundCloud, the video version on YouTube, the audio on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, uh, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, all the major podcast apps, uh, you can get us there. You can follow us at Up for Debate TV on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Up for Debate TV, and you can email us, Up for Debate TV at gmail.com. I will give one other piece of information. I want to remind everybody, we're still doing our summer movie league all summer long. Matt, you fell into first place this week. How did that happen? How did that happen? That's a really that good... Happen? That's a really good question. It's Matt, all of the box office top to bottom is down this year. So weird stuff is going to start happening that, that don't make sense. Honestly, wonder woman was a great pickup. Now it wasn't cheap. I mean, you did spend 36 bucks on it, but you know, right now it's the, the second highest grossing movie of the summer. So that was an excellent pickup. Your other pickups, not so great. With United Healthcare, you can get rewarded for all kinds of things, like walking. United Healthcare, brought to what? you by United Healthcare. All right. Anyway, okay. um, I'm very yeah. I was surprised by that pickup. I can't believe that uh, that Wonder Woman did that. Um, 
that well. I also can't, I'm, I more can't believe that nobody else is outperforming. Like I thought that this would be in the bag for Phil or for, um, any, really anybody at this point, like should probably be doing better than me. It's kind of a surprise. Well, I'll tell you two things. One, the reason you're peaking now is because you're done. You don't have any more movies, so your your oh, score okay. won't get much higher. So, you know, your your chance of winning, I would say, is low. But um, there's still a lot of big movies out there. Phil's two biggest movies, Spider-Man and War for the Planet of the Apes, haven't come out yet. Um, we've got Dis- Mike with Despicable Me 3 hasn't come out yet. That'll be big. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, but... It's- it's no, they're, they're just a low grossing movie summer overall. So it's going to be weird. We're going to be surprised. I mean, right now, Matt, we only have one, two, three, four, five, six, five movies that are over the hundred million dollar mark. That's unheard of. That's crazy. Wow. I mean, there, there are movies that are, are, they're just falling way short of expectations. So it's going to be weird. I will say, Matt, also right now, you are holding the record for the worst purchase of the draft so far, which is a rough night. Yeah. Rough night has been rough. Which, which in its opening weekend was in fifth place. No, it was worse than fifth. I think it was like seventh. So I don't know. I don't really know what I, I guess I was just thinking like, that would, that was one of those weird ones that could be could have been well, a breakout. Comedies, the comedies are hard. Comedies are tough. Yeah. I mean, Baywatch uh, made 55. Also, I didn't watch the trailer for Rough Night, and if I had, I probably wouldn't have bought it because mm. it was it looks pretty terrible. Well, it got no marketing. That's what's hard to tell when we first do it because it's so far out that it, when a movie gets marketing, it makes money. When it doesn't, it doesn't, you know? So no, nobody heard about Rough Night, so nobody saw it. People went and saw Wonder Woman for the eighth time. Um, but anyway, that is the Summer Movie League. Uh, I highly recommend everyone check it out on our website, upfordebate.tv slash movies. We'll be updating it all summer long. Uh, and Matt, we're past the halfway point, so we'll, we'll yeah. be excited to see how that ends. But that is it for this week. We will be back again in the future with more. We appreciate all of you joining us. This has been a lot of fun on behalf of Matt. This is Sean. <laughs> Can you guess the song? I how can you not know the song? I'm curious if YouTube will block us because of the song. We'll see. So stupid. It's so stupid. What a stupid song. Does he like butter tarts? Does he like butter tarts? Guys, what was everyone on in the 90s? All right, well, on that note, thanks for watching. We'll see you next time.